0: Welcome to B2B Tech Founders Lounge podcast. I'm Miller, founder and CEO of Rampic, a B2B digital marketing agency. We help tech founders get the most of their marketing effort and promote their stories to our audience. We believe that every tech founder has a unique story and their business needs attention. Stick around till the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can become our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Hello, and welcome to the B2B Tech Founders Lounge podcast. This is the space where unconventional tech leaders share opinions, perspectives, and views. And today I'm here with Shane Mischler, the CEO of SD Tech. Shane, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Uh, Shane, to kick things off, what brought you to the IT space and how did SD Tech uh, get started?
1: Uh, so what brought me to i t space was honestly, it was video gaming um as a kid, yeah, absolutely. I know it's a little cliche, but it's the truth. I've been gaming since I was um probably about five around five is and, and it became a passion soon afterwards. Uh, I got in into like a more light competitive side of gaming by the time I was seven or eight, I was making friends and having um, small tournaments and and i really enjoyed it and then when i was in my early teen years i started getting uh gaming on computers and learning how they worked and uh times were very different back then and if you didn't know how to work on a computer at least a little bit then you were definitely going to run into some issues uh yeah so that's that's how i got into it um whenever i was in my late teens early 20s started computers and again, very different back then. But I started learning how to piecemeal computers together, and I really enjoyed it. Um, ST Tech actually started in a similar fashion. Our CEO and founder, Wes Olmer, he has been into computers and computer science since he was also a teenager. His father was an architect, um, and so he had access to a very different type of computers when he was a teenager. But similar story, he started learning to work on them. Um, He had a passion for them early on. And back then, there wasn't really a lot of support for computers. So when his uh, family, friends, and then teachers started running into issues, they looked to him as a young computer wizard. And uh, he was there to help them out. And after his high school tenure, um, he tried to work for a couple of different companies and found that he didn't like running into red tape and handing things off to other people so he started sd tech fast forward 19 years i i met wes and the two of us had incredible chemistry on a personal level and we found that we had a lot of very similar viewpoints on a professional level but we've been working together now for we're in our fifth year working together, and it's been going fantastic
0: that's incredible, and I love the story about like the gaming bringing you to, to to the IT space. Um, actually, like doing good, uh, for the community and doing good for your friends and family, um, you have started a lot of businesses, um, especially in the in the in the area where you constantly need to serve. So I actually wanted to ask you. What was the primary focus of your services back then when you started and how it shifted over time? Because the MSP um, industry is ever evolving. It would be interesting to get your perspective how it kind of changed for you uh, over the last kind of five
1: years. So for me, over the last five, it hasn't been significant. But looking at what we've done over the last 10 years, um, that's really where we can see a lot of change. I mean, clearly, if we look back over the entire timeline, there's been a lot of change in twenty twenty plus years. But in the last ten, we went from um, providing break break fix support and and really just being there um, when people needed us. And what that really means is that when people need you is when things have already gone wrong. Whether that's hardware failing or things not working right and then you're always in a very reactionary situation over the last five to seven years um, really focusing on the managed services side we have positioned ourselves as a strategic partner with our clients so that way we're less reactionary and significantly more proactive in our approach to assisting and managing um, my personal goal with working with the client is to afford them the time to focus on what it is they want to focus on. And at the end of the day, that's them focusing on making money. And the only way they can focus on making money and taking care of their clients is if the technology that's supporting them are consistent and and preferably consistently up and running. So it looks like what what you're
0: doing is you are taking off uh, the tech burden of the shoulders of your your clients so that they can actually do what they are good at letting you do what you are good at
1: very accurate very accurate um it's (laughs) very common when we meet especially with small and even to medium-sized businesses their tech department right quote-unquote tech department is typically ran as a secondary objective by one of their employees and that employee is paid to manage something that's not tech. But when things go wrong, they look to this individual and say, hey, can you help us out? And which means that their attention is being away from their normal response. Uh, and it's not it's not great for the business. It's not great for employees. So yeah, they, our, our clients work with somebody like us and we come in, take that off their shoulders and we make sure that that burden is lessened and, um, and we support them in their job. It's a good partnership
0: that that's that's perfect and uh is there like any uh specific set of services uh that people can actually look at in, from the like thing, risk prevention or risks management perspective i i hear you loud and clear um most of the msps companies are being called um out when things are already wrong but for a small business owner what can you take typically do uh, on the preventive side of things?
1: So for a small business owner on the preventative side, of this, um, the, the first thing that comes to mind, or I think the majority of um, people outside of the industry, is going to be cybersecurity and how do we prevent um, data from being lost or stolen. But for me, the very first thing that comes to mind is just creating a stable network. So that way, they're able to manage the ins and outs of their business on a regular basis. Then the second thing, cybersecurity, um, cybersecurity, incredibly important, guys. I I don't want to take away from, that. but my my first, uh, my my first objective is making sure that they have a stable network. Network so that way they're able to manage their workload day in and day out. Um. Can you share? Uh...
0: A story, or maybe like an example uh, of the project rescue, because uh, I think you've been called out so many times. But probably like one of uh, one or two stories come to mind. Um, and Chin, uh, your sound is floating a little bit, so probably uh, that's your mic. If you can,
1: yeah. yeah, absolutely. Thank you for letting me know. So, yeah. um, one of the first stories that comes to mind. One of our uh, one of our clients, a longtime client now, was a or is a dental office, and they were working with an MSP prior to SD Tech. And one of the services that that managed service provider was taking care of was their data backups. But the client and the MSP didn't meet on a regular basis. They didn't discuss the data backups. Uh, They were paying for the service, and they just assumed that everything was working the way it should be. And the client didn't have... Um, any cybersecurity measures put in place to protect their business. And they were subject to a ransomware attack and their, yeah, their entire uh, client database got locked down. And so they looked to their provider and the provider was, had been running backups. The backups had crashed and nobody noticed it. And so the last backup that had been successfully ran was about six months old. Um, the client got really frustrated and so they they broke their agreement they they left the their service provider but they were still locked down so they reached out to us and they were saying you hey, know tech this is what's going on and so they explained everything to us and and we worked through them and we presented them with three three different options that we felt were the best given the circumstances none of the options were great um they were in a really really rough spot but we we helped them through that, and we went, um, I would say we went above and beyond. We even uh, provided them with some extra man hours to help them reconstruct some of their database, which is something that, that's not a service that we offer, but it's we're, we're really important to me that as a community, we come together. And oftentimes, as a community coming together, that means stepping outside of your, your lane and assisting people with what needs to be assisted. And then, after we got everything back up and running, we helped show them where their fail points were, helped present them with a variety of options, made recommendations, beefed up their cybersecurity, and got their network back up and running. And that's been four years now, and it's been, it's been smooth since then, and, and hopefully it stays that way, but um, it's, you know it's dangerous right now, so we'll see. <laughs> wow!
0: Thank you so much, Shane. That's uh, great to see that that story had a really good ending, and uh, I do appreciate all the effort that you're putting that you've put into that because I know that sometimes it's very challenging, and uh, finding a good level of understanding with your customers can also be a, um, a big hurdle uh, for a lot of MSPs. So happy to hear that <laughs> in, in, in this case everything uh, worked out for everybody's benefit. Thank you. <laughs> also, um, I wanted to ask you. Like you started as uh, the family, like friends backed up business, but how did you grow? How did you land uh, new clients uh, in uh, in the area and beyond?
1: So we have stuck with the same formula for managing our clients for for twenty plus years. It's it, we're in our third decade, now. and um, it's a very simple formula. We are heavy on relationships. We believe that there's a lot of value in a strong partnership. And just like in uh, our personal relationships, if you're going to have a successful relationship, it has to be focused on communication as one of your core pillars. So we, we get out, we, we, um, we work with our current clients first. And I know that seems pretty straightforward but we make sure that we're taking care of them, we're supporting them. And then from there, we've, we've grown very organically uh, over the last 20 plus years. So what we focus on is, is doing things right the first time. And, and I know right that's, that's pretty, pretty standard for, for nearly any business, doing things right the first time is how we make sure that business is done correctly. But for us, what doing it right the first time means um it's typically where there's a little bit of variation between us and and other businesses so when we are working with a new client or when we're meeting a potential client the first thing that i want to know about them is who they are and what they do now recently i met with a potential new client and it was a uh, this a uh, management team of a very large apartment complex in downtown san antonio and The manager who had just moved here from Chicago, she began telling me about the shortcomings of their office building, and which is fair. You know, I'm a tech guy. I'm coming in. She wants to tell me about the tech, and so I I politely asked her. I said, "Hey, this is this is how I like to do things. I want to know a little bit more about you first, and then about what you do in the office, and then last, I'll ask a little bit about the technology." She took a step. She literally took a step back away from me. She was like, Why Why do you want to know about me first? I said because if I understand who you are, and then I understand more about what it is you are trying to accomplish in your day to day, then I can figure out how technology can support you. Otherwise, I just feel like I'm just trying to, you know, give basic recommendations that don't necessarily fit the client. And I I want to say it was maybe ten minutes into it, she uh, she stopped myself and Wes. We were out there together. and She stopped us, and she was like, "You guys aren't normal tech people." And I was like, "No, no, we're really not." But we, we're very passionate about technology, but we're passionate about people first, and we're passionate about our community. And uh, so we get in, we, we get to know them, we get to know what their business is, and how we can support them. And uh, organically, it has helped us grow. They are more likely to recommend us to uh, friends and coworkers, and, and yeah it's been fantastic. Our sales team didn't really get developed to the last two to three years, and we have three hundred plus active clients and I want to say about ten of those have come from our sales team. The rest have come from organic growth. We do business between um, San Antonio, Texas, all the way up to Canada. I have ten to fifteen clients in California, and I have clients all the way across the country to new york and all of those relationships have been organic.
0: Wow, this is where your proper reputation and relationship can take you, right? It is. This this
1: is amazing,
0: um, Shane. How like, uh, obviously, you're growing, right? You're a growing company right now. Yeah. What is as, as a tech like co-founder is like as as a, as a tech person in the leading role in the company? What are the challenges that you typically face when you are trying to grow?
1: So. When when I started with the company, uh, twenty nineteen, I was our fifth employee, and currently, yes, five, yeah. So currently we have fifteen, and we are we're still expanding um, pretty nicely. Uh, about a year and a half, almost two years ago, we franchised our organization, uh, so we. We've been heavily working on our documentation and making sure that everything we do on a day in and day out is repeatable. And and that's been going pretty well for us. Um, That's the part that we're naturally good at. Where we've struggled, I think is where a lot of companies are struggling. And that is um, finding not just good talent for our team. Finding good talent is, I don't want to say it's easy, but San Antonio is a fantastic uh, technology-centric City and so there's a lot of strong talent. Austin's nearby and another great hub for technology, but finding really good talent that matches our culture, finding really good talent that matches our vibe. Because like I was mentioning, when we uh, when we met this individual that's running this apartment complex, it only took a few minutes in, and she's like, "You guys aren't normal tech people." Well, when we're looking for really strong talent, we have to find great techs that don't come across as techs. Right. So we we focus on customer service and we look for individuals who have a strong aptitude for technology, but don't make technology their personality. And so that can be a struggle. Um I mean you need really strong individuals who are bought into your business in order to grow. And so I say it's a struggle. It's it's a pain point, but I have a phenomenal team um, everybody that, that works for SD tech reads it as, as a company that they have helped in the startup process, even though we've been around for, for 20 plus years, there's something that's very valuable about working for a, a small team. And uh, the majority of us come from organizations of thousand plus people. So a team of 15 is super small. Nice. Wow! So it looks like uh, you're sharing the
0: same values and principles internally and externally, right?
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. We 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 focus on growing our relationships inside the business, um, just as much, if not more, as we do growing our relationships with our clients.
0: Wow. And I really do like the ethical uh, background for it, like the ethical approach uh, that you implement both for like internally and externally for your clients and for your team. Uh, Shane, probably uh, one last question uh, is about franchising. Can you tell a little bit more about it? Because it looks like uh, this is not really conventional for MSP companies to grow like that.
1: So it's, it's definitely not. Um, I try and keep up with what our competition looks like it's not always easy because we have a lot going on in our day to day so focusing on on what everybody else is doing um, it takes time but I believe that there are maybe five to eight franchised managed service providers um, and the managed service the MSP uh, vertical as a whole is is massive there's all there's a lot of companies out there so for us we have, we have grown our client base with a focus on assisting multi uh, multi-tenant owners. So our our expertise is really helping an owner who has multiple locations pull the data for those locations together into a centralized area, right? their their cameras, their network, how they're managing it. We just want to simplify it for them and make it easy for them to oversee. Uh, multiple locations. And that's not always easy. And since we've grown out in that space, and we've learned to assist these uh, multi-location owners, what we found was that we we ended up working with um, a couple of different franchises, became great clients, good friends, and we were really good at supporting them. Uh, about three, three to four years ago, uh, Wes and I were at dinner one night, and we were talking about the success we had had. We were talking about how these different franchises were really working for us, and how we were really good at supporting them. And then there was just kind of a, a light bulb that went off, and it was like, "Hey, if we're really good at supporting franchises, we understand franchises. Maybe we should consider this for ourselves." And um, the the idea went off from there, and it wasn't easy. It has not been easy because there's a ton of tribal knowledge that exist within our, our business, just like many others. So figuring out how to take that from being knowledge that's just passed from individual to individual and getting it down on paper, getting it documented, getting our processes um, built out was a, a very daunting task. But then what we really focused on was, what's the biggest hurdle in, in our eyes from breaking into the tech space? And to me the biggest hurdle breaking into especially as a managed service provider biggest hurdle is knowing how to support such a broad spectrum of uh, subject material and so what we did was we figured out how to overcome that hurdle and we know that the the two most important aspects to running an MSP building your client base and then supporting your client and i think that's pretty much true for nearly any business right so we decided that supporting the client base, since that's the biggest hurdle, um, we wanted to focus on, on removing that hurdle. And, and so what we did was we came up with a very interesting and unique um, way of franchising our business. And we are allowing our franchisees to focus on the sales portion, building out their client base. And then when the tickets and things are, are being handled, that's being handled by the SD Tech corporate office. So we are managing the technicians that support each of these different franchises and allowing them. right This, this the focusing on the key principles that has made SD Tech successful, allowing for the franchisee to focus on what it is they want to. Do. The majority of business owners, what they want to do is focus on making money, and the majority of making money comes from sales. So we allow them to focus on sales and support after the fact. And so far, it's. Um, it's, we off to a slow start, but it's been a good start so far. And, and I'm very happy with it.
0: This is a very smart concept to scale. And I love how you, how you are actually letting people do what they like to do, not what they want to do, but what they like to do, because oh, that... <laughs>
1: that's
0: the dream, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So who could, who could, who could think of like a, uh, MSP company fulfilling your dreams, but it looks like SDT. Tech can do that for you.
1: We're trying. We are.
0: Jane, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show today. I am thrilled uh, with your story and the stories that you have to share. And uh, what fascinates me most is like how ethically you are dealing with both like the team and uh, your clients, whom not really your clients, they are your partners. So that's really good to see that
1: thank you so much i really appreciate it i believe that if if we're going to be uh, you know an important cornerstone in our community then we have we have to be doing it right because i expect for people to be able to hold us accountable and if we're not being ethical then there's no way that we can comfortably expect people to hold us accountable so i really appreciate you pointing that out
0: (laughs) thank you shane so shane uh mishler the ceo of sd tech SD Tech is uh, located at sd-tech.net. So, uh, whether you are in San Antonio, Texas or nationwide and you need a helpful hand and a reliable MSP provider, Shane is the person to go. Thank you, Shane. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Ludmilla here. Thanks so much for listening to B2B Tech Founders Lounge podcast. If you are a B2B Tech Founder who would like to be on the show, visit podcast.rampic.agency. If you've got something from this interview that you would like to share, please go ahead and post a link to this episode on social media. Just grab a link, send it to a friend. If you know someone who will be a great guest on the show, tag them in your post. to let them know about the show and include our podcast name, which is B2B Tech Founders Launch, in your post. I love seeing your posting guest suggestions. We are adding new episodes frequently, so make sure you subscribe to the podcast. This means a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Visit us at Rampik Agency website or follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.